0: But not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash NotJustAnyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash NotJustAnyone. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more.
1: what's going on everybody welcome back to another edition of wednesday stat day here on the six rings and football things podcast presented by fanduel presented by weei and odyssey and 2400 sports i am mike Cadlick from weei.com and as we do every wednesday here on the six rings and football things feed we are going to run through some numbers um from the patriots previous matchup and uh this one was a good one because the Patriots actually won said matchup. As you know, uh, the best numbers of this one are the fact that they went 1-0 on the week and they beat the Buffalo Bills 29-25. to So, um, like I said, we're just going to run through some, uh, some numbers, stats, and analytics um, and, you know, things that sort of tell the story on how the Patriots got here, what they did differently, maybe what they did the same that actually worked this time. Um, so let's get right into it. So, uh, the first number I want to talk about, and a lot of these are going to be Mac Jones uh, and offensive-centric, because obviously uh, this is where their sort of firepower, if you will, kind of came from and came uh, to fruition here on uh, Sunday. They they finally got a groove going on offense, um, and that's sort of what uh, is what made this game. So uh, the first one, it's uh, Mac Jones had 2.19 seconds to throw on Sunday. Uh, so, and that, I'm sorry. The statistic is that he averaged 2.19 seconds from snap to throw on Sunday. That was second across the entire NFL. So basically what that means is quick game. Get the ball out of his hands. Let Mac make a decision pre-snap. Get the football out to said playmakers and let them do all the work. That's what he has, you know, constantly talked about how he likes to run his offense. He likes to get the ball. Two guys in space. Um he doesn't admit it and he doesn't talk about his lack of arm strength and you know I'm even a cynic on that but people talk about it and what he did at Alabama which we'll get to Crimson Tide when he was down there and won uh, a national championship at Alabama they although he was throwing the ball uh, deep he was throwing the ball fast he was getting in his playmaker's hands it was pre-snap it was reads like that and that's exactly what they did on Sunday to beat the Buffalo Bills 2.19 seconds to throw was max average Um, and in saying that after the game Mac also mentioned specifically that they sort of got back to uh, some Alabama concepts and some things that he did down at Alabama. Uh, and he credited Bill O'Brien for that on the CBS, uh, on the CBS postgame interview with Evan Washburn. So I found that very interesting that you know, they really took time this week um, and in their game plan uh, against the bills to sort of you know, get back to that Alabama Mac that he keeps talking about and you, know, getting back to Mac. Finding the things that he's comfortable with uh, in the offense and doing them, and obviously they, they went down and scored 21 points or 29 points, excuse me, uh, to do so. The other, um, you know, a few more offensive stats here, just with Mac Jones and the offense in general is, you know, quick numbers. One sack. Mac was sacked only once uh, during the contest, and that was uh, heavily due to the fact that they finally shook up their offensive line. They put Mike on Wenu. Uh, normally their right guard, a guy who they you know, drafted in the 2022 or 2020 NFL draft in the sixth round, uh, he played tackle basically his entire rookie year, and then all of a sudden they moved him to guard where he played in college. Um, I think that's where they've wanted to try and have him and sort of keep him during his time in New England, but uh, he is a great offensive line with them, for them, and he is even better at tackle, and that showed um, on Sunday. He played right tackle, said he so played right guard. Uh, Andrew is obviously strange. And then David, uh, not David, sorry, Trent Brown uh, on the left side. And it finally worked out well. Mack was not under duress. He was able to ball, get the ball out. Uh, he was not panicky. He was not uncomfortable in the pocket. And that heavily had to do with the fact that it was Mike Onwenu uh, on the outside of right tackle and not, unfortunately, a guy like Wadarian Lowe, who has not had a good start to the season. Uh, and in saying that, another number there, uh, zero turnovers. Mac Jones, Kendrick Bourne turned the football over. Mac Jones himself did not turn the football over after having turned the ball over, uh, I believe, uh, in in most, if not all, of his games uh, this season. So, uh, quick run on the offensive numbers: two point one nine seconds to throw. He was only sacked once, and he had no turnovers. Uh, all of that having to do with the fact that they actually had a serviceable offensive line in front of him. And what do you know? I've been saying it. We've been saying it. Get this guy some protection, and he's going to be able to do good things because he does have uh, the brains and the wherewithal as an NFL quarterback to succeed in this league. I know they only did it once, but now it's time to do it again. Uh, Some other numbers I want to talk about here is just some wide receiver numbers across the board, uh, both good and bad for this team. So uh, these are all from ESPN Analytics. Uh, ESPN Analytics came out with a new wide receiver tracking um, you know statistical database, and so they have their their jerseys and their uh, their pads I guess tracked and so they know where they are on a given play, um, speed, how open they are, uh, things like that. And so uh, these numbers came out and were you know published in their database yesterday. Um, so some good and bad for the Patriots I wanted to get to uh, before we get to one more defensive stat and wrap up this quick pod. Kendrick Bourne uh, graded out excellent. In these wide receiver statistics Uh, he was the 11th overall wide receiver what they do here is they grade open rate uh, catch rate yards after catch and they wind that all up into an overall total and so uh, Kendrick Bourne in the overall total was the 11th wide receiver on the board and uh, he was the fourth wide receiver in terms of yak yards after catch behind only DJ Moore, Debo Samuel, and Nico Collins this season so uh, Kendrick Bourne has been awesome for the Patriots. He is a guy who, um, was in the doghouse last season, obviously goes to show he really shouldn't have been. Um, and you know, that's, I guess that's not only a discussion for another day, but a discussion for last season. Cause you know, we're moving on, he's moving on. He's talked about, he's found himself, he's changed things in his personal life and what have you. Um, but he's been awesome on the football field. And I think should he, had he not fumbled, uh, towards the end of that game against the bills on Sunday, we'd be talking about him even more because he was their leading receiver, six catches for 63 yards. Um, and he's just been awesome. And he's been sort of that, you know, go-to guy for Mac Jones this season. Um, and I think that obviously it goes to show now, and he's getting some national love with the fact that, you know, his on-field statistics are outstanding according to these ESPN analytics numbers. So fourth overall for yards after catch grade this season, at ESPN for Kendrick Bourne. Um, and he is 11th overall, uh, as the overall wide receiver 11 for the season. Uh, some other numbers that are not so great from these ESPN analytics for the Patriots. So what they do is they grade wide receivers and tight ends again for, um, the, uh, open rate, catch rate and yards after catch and, you know, put them into this, this little fun equation that ESPN analytics now has for us to talk about. Uh, they graded 109 wide receivers and tight ends, uh, over the course of the last three seasons. Um, for 2023, anyway, Juju Smith-Schuster is dead last, 109th. So, um, their sort of big, big prize possession this offseason and Juju Smith-Schuster, the guy that they paid a three-year deal for $33 million, is the 109th ranked wide receiver out of 109 in these ESPN numbers. So, clearly not great. He's not having a great season at all. Um, Hunter Henry was also way down below at 107. Um, and Devontae Parker was 101. So, out of the 109 pass catchers uh, in the NFL graded by the ESPN Analytics numbers, um, 109 was Juju Smith-Schuster, 107 was Hunter Henry, and 101 was Devontae Parker. So, Kendrick Bourne and DeMiro Douglas, great. Douglas doesn't qualify on on these numbers for whatever reason. I don't think he's been around long enough. But, nonetheless, uh, Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry, and Juju Smith-Schuster are all bottom 10 pass catchers in the league, at least according to these numbers, so... Um, you know, take with them for what you're worth. Obviously, you know, everybody doesn't like stats and numbers and analytics and what have you. And, you know, I get that. Sometimes it tells the story. Sometimes it can be kind of wonky, but for what it's worth, Kendrick Bourne good, uh, the rest of the room bad. So uh, one more number I want to get to before we wrap this thing up really quick is just, uh, it's about Jabril Peppers and Jabril Peppers has been the leader, not a leader, but the leader for this New England Patriots defense this season. Uh, I really had to do and sort of has taken its its turn um, a little bit more ever since Matthew Judon has been placed on injured reserve. But man, Peppers has been legit not only off the field as a leader in the locker room. Uh, speaking to media has been awesome, but he's also clearly a guy that they gravitate towards. You saw that in there post game video that the Patriots posted on social media the other day. You know he took took the lead and took over from Matthew Slater at one point to you know talk to the team. So he's taking on that off field leadership role, but he's also been killing it on the field too. Uh, Big hits. We saw that two weeks ago against Devontae Adams. We saw it this week um, a few times in that Buffalo game. And he's getting credited for it, at least according to Pro Football Focus. Jabril Peppers, according to their numbers, has a 93 run defense grade this season. And that is the best in the entire NFL. So according to Pro Football Focus, anyway, Jabril Peppers is the best run defender in the entire National Football League. Um, Again, take it for what it's worth. These numbers kind of can, you know... I don't want to say be funky and they're not true, but sometimes they take things, you know, into account that you, you may not really think of or may not really be all that important. However, um, numbers are numbers, and again, according to Pro Football Focus, Jabula Peppers, a guy who has been a leader for this team, a guy who um, is in the first year of a two-year contract who will, you know, arguably deserve an extension this off-season from this team uh, is really showing, you know, what he, what he can be in the National Football League. So, uh, let's go through them one more time really quick to peppers 93 run defense grade according to pro football focus is first in the entire national football league uh, you heard all of those ESPN, ESPN analytics not only about Kendrick Warren but the rest of the wide receiver room if you missed it you can go check it out in the middle of the podcast uh, and then the offense man they really killed it one only one sack of Mac Jones Mac Jones did not turn the football over and he got rid of the ball in 2.19 seconds on average which was second in the NFL in an entire game this season. So um, Mac killed it, had a lot to do with the offensive line, had a lot to do with uh, the scheme, adjustments, and play calling from offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien. And those are really what tell the story, uh, not only of the game, but of uh, what is going on with this Patriots season, hopefully moving forward. So you can catch us back here all week, every day on the Six Rings of Football Things podcast feed for WEI, Odyssey Sports, and presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more at FanDuel. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back on Thursday for an abundance of game previews, crucial clashes, a beat reporter interview with myself and Mass Lives Chris Mason. And you can catch it all here on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feeds. So make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Go, Pats. And we will talk to you guys soon.